and welcome to another edition of Only Funny to Us. I am TJ. Ben. Cliff. Hi. I'm Patty. <laughs> Patty Rabuzio. I thought we agreed we weren't going to have you do that. Yeah. Anyway, I've been hanging out with TJ all day, and Just I got to tell you. Let him go. I'm so freaking high right now. <laughs> you could establish a lunar colony on my boobs. <laughs> okay. I don't Stop think it, it was funny the last time. I didn't, think, you know, I didn't think it was funny the first time he did it, and it sure wasn't funny that time. What are you going to do? I am on high doses of Percocet, and I'm not finding it funny. It's only funny to some people. Yeah. No, it's, it's certainly funny, it's funny to us. Funny to no one. I'm still staring at Steve's boobs. <laughs> That's William. That's William, our special guest. And the reason that Steve is on, on such a, a high right now is that uh, William and his lovely bride have showed up and have brought him... A present. What is it, team? It's a Keurig. Was what? it really this time? Yeah. Well, at first it was. <laughs> at first it was not a really Keurig. Stop I stopped the accent. I stopped the I'm accent. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. I like my faux New York <laughs> accent, okay? We don't. I know you don't. That's because you're jealous. <laughs> Please. Decide jealous what? of what? Your faux New York accent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But he did get a brand new Keurig. We, we do have video of him unwrapping it. Yes, and I did. It'll, it'll be up on... Um, and I'm very grateful. It'll be that. on the website whenever I decide to put it on the website. I have to rephrase that. When I decide to give it to Cliff to put it on the website... Yeah, right. It'll be, a, it'll be up on the website. Right. And on also on Pornhub.com. Don't advertise for them. <laughs> Well, Steve's you know, all over it. Um, it's all he knows. It's yeah, all he knows. All mobile porn. It's all. It's all. It's all. It's all you. Steve all over red tube. <laughs> Speaking of porn up and red tube. Can I get introduced yet? <clears throat> yeah, we did. We did. We, we did. But you can we say did. hey. Yeah, say hello. Say it again. We didn't hear you. Hey, that's William. <laughs> He's from Columbia. Formerly sure, from Hartsville. Straight from Columbia, South Carolina. Make sure to put some sound effects and some fireworks and explosions going in. Up behind I don't that. think about some it. Applause. All right. Uh, well, we got several things going on. Uh, first and foremost, I am not near in my right mind. I am on uh, Percocet and ibuprofen. Lucky and ass. I'll, I, I wish would, I was on Percocet. Well, you're you're on Keurig. You don't need to be on Percocet. Uh, but I had some teeth extracted. Uh, uh, end of last week on Friday, and I am still enjoying the wonderful benefits of Percocet. In fact, it's almost time for uh, Percocet time. Nope. Oh, so did be they in. go through your mouth to get them? Ow. They went right ow. through my anus. Ow. 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 Oh, my gosh. I did something to my 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 neck. It's really hurting bad. Ow. The pain. God, I need something for this. Ah. Hey, TJ. How you doing? <laughs> Uh, gimme, gimme, gimme. You need a slap in the face Jesus is what Christ. you need. Crowley's a drug seeker. Jeez. I'm a pill head. Doctor shopper. <laughs> Good Lord. You know, Rebecca, my wife that works in the emergency room, deals with people like you all the time. Oh, I stubbed my toe. I need Percocet or, or morphine or something. Give me opiates. I've got a paper cut, too. <laughs> hey, Steve. Yes. I, I get 60 flux reel a month if you want to work something out. I don't understand. I wonder what he'll trade for those. Hmm. All right. Well, we don't need to. Uh, la, 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 la. We don't know um, any of that. La, 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 la. 
Well, speaking yeah, everyone like, here, only funny to us, we are strictly anti-drug. No, we're not. No, no, we're not. Actually, we're not. <laughs> not if it takes away the pain. No. We're anti-drug abuse. There yeah. we go. Anti-drug well, abuse. some of us are anti-drug abuse. Just Which ones not aren't? Just yes. say no. Who, who's not? Yeah, who's not? Come on. Um, Come on. So Come on. suging into the next or whatever that word is. What's that word? Seg. Seg. Segway. Suging. Into the next topic. Suging. I, I just you know the sad thing is you know the sad thing we didn't even have that written anywhere that he would misread it uh, as yeah. suging. That's okay. probably hey, it's something for Urban Dictionary. That's probably something he does in Augusta on those weekends where he disappears and doesn't let anybody know what he's doing. It's a lot like uh, logging. Yeah, logging. Have you ever logged? Are you talking about that outdoor festival in Augusta? Uh, Well, you do spend some time outdoors. (laughs) Have you ever logged? I'm sure he has logged. I've logged logged in on um, Facebook. (laughs) Is that what you mean? You logged in to adamforadam.com? I've never heard of that site. Hit me up on I've never heard of that site, unfortunately. Logging. Unfortunately. I'll, I'll say I'll, unfortunately. I'll check it out sometime. <laughs> now you'll be able to go find it. Logging. Have you ever done it? Logging, Logging is. Oh, you mean like those guys out west that uh, cut had, the trees down? and I had some cousins that were loggers. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never done that. But, I'm, you know, I'm I not, mean. I'm not sure exactly what he means by I've that. Seen that show. I've seen that show on, you know, that reality show on they TLC. Don't, I don't think they have a show about this yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, go and ahead it, and explain what you're referring to. It wouldn't be to. on TLC. It'd be on, like, Cinemax or something. <laughs> After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. No, logging is the new thing that people go in and, and poop into pools. Leaving a log floating, floating in there. Your favorite thing. You know thing. what? No, I haven't tried that. Really? No. You know, I don't think I ever will either. It's, could you imagine Crowley doing a swan dive <laughs> without seeing the log and then ending up with his mouth full? You people are vomitous. <laughs> and ending up with a don't Google oh, this, my. dirty Sanchez from the, oh, from the logging. <laughs> oh. Yeah. How do you feel now? I hate you. You want some Keurig? I really hate he you. He wants the no, dirtiest No, I want a Percocet more than ever now. <laughs> I want a Percocet more than ever now to help me, to help me. I'll tell you what. I'll wash tell you away what. the pain. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I will go log in the bathtub. Awful memories. <laughs> and if you swim with it, and if you swim with it, I give you a Percocet. I am not getting in your toilet. We'll give you back. I didn't say in the toilet. It's in the bathtub. In the oh, bathtub. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't fit in the toilet. And listen, to me, listen to me incensed that he would swim in my toilet. Yeah, I can't but, fit in the toilet. And, and he, he's not, but he, he's not going to do it in the toilet, but he may get in the bathroom. He may get he's the bathroom. leaving that open. No. He's oh, you roll it out. Thank you. Hey, a little logging, little red pricklies. It's, oh, God. We'll, we'll we mix your, the two together. We'll give you your Keurig back. Uh, looks like a... <laughs> He's about hey. to have a meltdown over there. God, uh, stop. Hey, hey Steve, yes. we didn't give you the Keurig out of the kindness of our heart. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are strings attached. Oh, there's, there's some strings. conditions attached. <laughs> you haven't read the fine print yet. <laughs> so this is what I have to do to earn the Keurig. Uh, and all I got to say is Damn that, it. all I got to say is that the phrase... <laughs> Is in your future. Logging and <laughs> logging and red prickly sounds like a bad cactus. Coughing up a hairball. 
Can you see it on the next adventure with Bear, Bear Grylls? <laughs> That's not we Drew Gurney's we drinking. <laughs> we were crossing the river and then logging occurred. <laughs> we had to face I imagine the red that does I imagine that does happen in nature quite often. I imagine it does. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of red prickles and, and logging... Uh, it's almost back to school time. <laughs> what? What does that have to do with school? It's called a sugway. <laughs> We're suging. That's a really, that a really awful <laughs> suging. <laughs> I suged and did the next thing. Isn't that how it, how it goes? I guess. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So it's almost back to school time. Yeah. Just and segue into the next con- into the next oh, segment. Serious. He said it right. right. Now look at him. Now who's Mr. Condescending? No, I said segue into the next segment. Segway. Anyway, school. What about it? it, Apparently, you need to go back. No, I don't want to go back. I hated school. Me too. I sucked. So not a single person here enjoyed horrible, their... Horrible, horrible, horrible William's raising his hand. William, William enjoyed school, but probably because you and got in trouble. Uh, as... No, I was drunk during school. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> now, see, if I was drunk during school, I probably would have liked school, too. And we probably would have liked you a lot better. <laughs> a whole lot better. Yeah, I know. I'd have liked me What was your drink of choice back too. then, William? Um, anything I could get in a mini bottle. Oh, there you, go. you know, it's funny. I <laughs> had a... Far. I had a little doctor. It looked like a doctor's bag, you know, the kind of half oval, yeah, half round. Yeah. And I used to keep mini bottles in there that I would swipe. <laughs> it, it, I'd keep, your mom ran keep, the bar, didn't Exactly. You? And would I'd you take them to school? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. This, this is for weekend activities. I didn't ever drink any of them, but I would ply women with liquor, of course. Of course. And, you know. Because I'm a, uh, what am I, Crowley? Yep, I, uh, I was just about to say, because that's what cads do. A cad, that's right, because I was a cad. I'm still a cad, apparently. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, we had, speaking of that, we had um, at one of the, the high schools I went to. I'm going to have it remain nameless, but it was. One of the high schools I went well, to? Well, one of the ones I got kicked yeah, out of? Yeah, he went to more than one because, you know, he was between here and Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just um, assume it's going to be in Massachusetts. I was going to say. I was up why his family up, had to leave Massachusetts. Ohio Catholic. That's um, why they ran him out of the state. Yep. <laughs> during uh, During lunch. We were able to walk off campus to go get lunch. Mm-hmm. We had we, we the school was in a downtown area. There was multiple buildings, and we could go to different restaurants to get something to eat. Um, we had a gentleman, and I for for real for reals because real recognizes real, cannot understand or can't uh, can't remember his name, but he used to come to school with a secrets can. Remember secrets? Yes, yes. Filled with pre rolled joints. Oh. And they would be sold by lunchtime. And you could always tell the ones that had bought them. <laughs> yeah. Because you could blindfold them with dental floss when they came back from lunch. Now, that's... I don't know what happened. I went around the corner and some guy asked me if I wanted some candy. <laughs> <laughs> the wild cherry secrets were very good. They were yeah, good. Yeah, they were there, too. They tasted yeah, just like candy. candy. <laughs> but we had... Um, but we had we either the nuns were just the nuns. God, we, I, I, we, I, I was, know, I know. There was a nunnery right next door, the convent. We called it the nunnery, uh, but we had we they had, were selling the joints. The nuns, no, oh. but we had nuns, and then we had non-nuns, like whatever. Nuns and non-nuns, what <laughs> sisters? Well, with sisters and non-sisters, but I mean, you know, just people that worked at the convent. Or? Yeah. Well, there was ones that actually lived at the convent and worked for the school. Those and are the they wild were cherry, sisters. Those are the wild cherry flavored ones. <laughs> right. 
He's never going to get to finish the story. Nope. I'm so confused. Uh, I'm so confused. I'm have to I, didn't know, I didn't know convents had non-nuns there. No, but there was other. There were teachers there that training. were non-nuns. Uh, well, the way you just, okay. That they, teachers that, that yeah. were not nuns. All right, okay. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been 16 years since my last confession. Please, it's been longer than 16, I'm sure. Yeah, amen, brother. So, um, but anyway, but they, some of them either were just, they just did not realize that the people that were coming back high were high. Or we had another group of teachers, the non-nuns, who knew but decided to use it to their, their advantage. William, you're breathing into the microphone. <laughs> you told me to stay close. That's only when you speak. <laughs> I keep hearing. It's almost like he was like, what? what? I'm trying to, TJ's talking, I'm trying to hear it in between what he was saying. <laughs> almost okay. like he's getting around. Yeah, and there was nuns. And there were non nuns, too. Oh, nuns. Anyway, okay. I like nuns. What did they do? I had to look over to make sure it was William too. Nunnery. They make nuns there. They do. They can them out. Uh, okay. okay. Step them out. <laughs> Only when you talk, get close to the mic. Oh. Otherwise, you're fine. No, keep breathing. It's obviously added a, something to the show. That's true. That was good. So, um, the, so anyway, but the ones that were non-nuns would, uh, would realize the ones that were high coming back, and they would not hell on them but they would make their life a living hell mm-hmm. for example if we had like algebra or something after um lunch the nun or the teacher rather would say yeah the non-nun the non-nun would say mark would you come up here and work this equation out up on the board it's funny that you use that name but anyway yeah. Oh, yeah. That was I was that way. Yep. <laughs> I was, <laughs> trying, to, I was trying to protect the innocent. Little did I know, I just incriminated somebody. Yeah, a little bit, but Good it's okay. Now. Yeah. Um, but they would they would bring them up to the front of the room and make them try to solve the uh, algebra yes. equation, and they were as high as high as what a giraffe's ass. No, what was it? That, that That's crumb? pretty high there. Oh, we're, we're uh, talking about no, Steve's God. boobs again. Um. Lunar base. Freaking hot, so freaking high you could uh, establish a oh, lunar Christ. colony on yeah. my boobs. We got to get you quicker. Huh? Oh, he um, needs, uh, he needs what? coffee. Uh, yeah, he needs more coffee. Yeah. Eight, Won't you nine, fire up that Keurig? No, no, yeah, what? Now you're breathing. Now well, you're I was snort. channeling. Open up the K cup. It takes a second. It. it takes a second to channel Patty Rabuzio. Oh, no, not for you. It doesn't. You're always Patty all the time. So anyway, how did the uh, not? How did the? So anyway, uh, so they would just turn up. You know, you, you could tell bad. that they were high, and it just right. kind of publicly humiliated. Them. But it's just one of the, the the many memories of the two high schools um, that I went to that I had. Now, since we are in back to school time, <laughs> other than snob nose. Oh God, my, great, what, what, my greatest th- memory: calling Steve snob nose. <laughs> By the swings at West Hartsville. <laughs> you wish that was you. I know. Really? I wish. Because no, he had carried I, that I, complex all those you years. You hadn't moved to Hartsville no. yet. That was when I was in fourth grade. All right, so, but some good back-to-school memories. I don't have any good back-to-school. None? Back-to-school for me was torturous. I hated it. So you didn't, but you, I, still, I still, no. When my kids have to go back to school now, I still get 
the pit in my stomach. I still feel like, oh God, it's back to school. That's awful. But you don't have to go. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's just one of those. It's, you just associate that time and with that feeling, and it just comes back. You care for your children too much. I really no. I don't think you can care <laughs> for them too much. You're a horrible father. You son of a. Anyway. <laughs> But but you've nothing nothing good. You've got no, uh, no fond memories of things that you did during school. I mean nothing nothing at all. Steve, give me something. Feed me something. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just, you guys can crawl me for a happy memory. I'm just wondering, Ben, are your are your um are your dismal experiences of school for the same reasons I had dismal experiences? Of I just school? hated. I just hated being there. I think I, I don't know. Nothing particularly bad happened. I just didn't like being there. Cliff, help me out. You know, it may uh, honestly, it might have to be. I just didn't like because, like, when I have an anxiety problem now, it might have been that. I mean, it might have been. I mean, but there's nothing. There's nothing anywhere. Oh God, no. The only thing I liked was seeing the people I couldn't see during the summer. I liked lunch. <laughs> Sitting at the lunch table with you, got to come up with something because the show going to be short. <laughs> I, I really don't have anything. I'm, I'm honest to God, I'm trying. I liked hanging out with the people at lunch. I liked hanging out with the group I hung out with uh, before class out in front of the third building. Uh, yeah, I liked. Uh, I like cutting. Cutting. I like cut days. Those were fun. Cutting right. yourself. Hang on. Hang, I was yeah. about to say cutting school. Both, yeah, both. cutting school. I, I, I hope you went up the street instead of across mm. the highway. No. Across the road. <laughs> I like the road, road highway. Same I, ta- I take that back. I take that back. My my. Uh, I guess it must be my eleventh grade year. I had horticulture one and two. It was two hours. Uh-huh. First two hours of the, of the day. Was great. How, how did y'all horticulture. get horticulture? I never got those classes. Well, you had to. I took agriculture my in my horticulture ninth grade year. Then tenth grade, I took something else, and then eleventh grade, they had hort one and horticulture one and horticulture two. Now, can I ask you what that was, was that great. supposed to lead to? Farming. If, it could have been farming or a career doing landscaping or anything that had to do with plants or stuff like that. Growing, I still know a lot of that stuff. Growing marijuana. Yeah. I just never put it to use. I mean, like Crowley's got a, what kind of degree? You have a business degree or something or English? I don't have a business degree. I, I can't English. remember. I, I don't an remember. English degree. <laughs> an English degree, and he works for SC811. You know, he makes maps and takes phone calls. I don't take phone calls anymore. Oh, well, whatever. Oh, he's moved up the ladder. I forgot he got a promotion. Now he makes maps and... Makes other people take phone calls. Makes other people take phone calls. Jennifer, take the phone call. No, I make maps and Can you spread get the GIS sheets. code. Spread AIDS. What'd you say? <laughs> I said create spreadsheets. Do, uh, do you have a red stapler? <laughs> yeah, really. Are you going to burn down the building? <laughs> That's the last draw. <laughs> they said I could listen to my music at a reasonable volume from nine to eleven. William, tell me you've got. Tell me you've got some good. That you can remember <laughs> some good memories from school. Getting to come into town every day. <laughs> I'm, I'm right here. Right there. That's good. There you go. <laughs> is, this, is this the way you like that's it? That's perfect. Man? That's exactly how I this, like it. This is how you, you like it, man. Just okay. the tip. <laughs> just get okay. to the tip. Just to see how it feels. Just, just, okay. just the tip. Um, getting to come to town every day. Um, the midnight madness sale at Rose's so that my family could. Buy a year supply of <laughs> composition books and the um, notebook paper. Um, the Griffin's eighty-eight first opened at eight o'clock, which of course lasted. Some of you don't want to be up at eight o'clock um, to walk out with a buggy of more composition books. And my dad 
taking his knife and cutting the pencils and drawing our names on them so other people would not steal our pencils. (laughs) How how long do you think those pencils were going to last you? He did it for a whole year. Oh, my God. He got an engraving tool so he didn't have to cut the little slick sides to just engrave our names. Oh, my gosh. I remember the football pencils. Remember those football pencils? They were foot, they were pencils with well, all the, with the NFL teams. names. Yeah, on them. I do. Oh yeah, I do remember those. Yep, and those the, were the bombs. And, and the cigar boxes you always. You remember the uh, the felt remember. pencils? Oh my like gosh, yes. It was like they had different, ones. different pencils with the erasers that were supposed to smell like chocolate that never smelled like chocolate. Never, like ever. Poop. Yeah, they smell, I don't smell like dirt or something. I, don't know. I can remember the uh, at at uh, St. Mary's um, school here in Hartsville. Uh, we had the pencil store. A lot mm-hmm. of the schools had the pencil store, and if you could go mm-hmm. in with like fifty cents or a dollar, or whatever, and you could—I mean—that was like the bomb. You got to buy pencils and eraser erasers, and if you had enough money, you got a composition book. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You got excited about pencils? Oh, dude, the the school store when it would open? Hell yes. Really? You could run down there and buy all kind of neat little trinkets. Most of them were like erasers shaped in the shape Always, of animals. and Listen, we all did Oreo erasers or just... We weren't all the product of rich parents that would buy their school supplies ahead of time. Some, some of us had to... I, my parents weren't rich. No, Whatever. Some of us, and living in the huge home. The huge home they had built specially on Home Avenue. Right. My home parents, Avenue. I, okay, we weren't how many brand How many brand new cars did you get during school? One. <laughs> I got none. I got none. I got none. Well, I had to I'm ride sorry. my bike to damn school. I rode my bike to school. You did not ride your bike. Well, to I school. most certainly did all the way I know, up through. I know. I know. Cliff rode his bike to school. Maybe I used to, when you went I used to, to see him Mary's, but not to throw rocks when you were at in the hearts for when, when I went to when I went to Thornwell, I had to ride my bike to school. Ooh. And then when I went to the junior high until my until my parents started driving me. I take that back. No, I never got a new car because that Grand Am was not new. It was used. How used was it? Yeah, how old was it? I got it for graduation in 1990, and it was an 89. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I got I am sorry. Okay, you know. Hang on. Let me, let me get the razor blades out so you can start. Yeah, I got a '78 Valari station wagon from my dad the in Valari. 1997. <laughs> there you go. My parents weren't rich. Whatever they weren't Whatever. rich, you know. And you know what? They owned a they owned an entire trailer park that they rented to the poor and disadvantaged up in Macby. <laughs> that was not while I was in high school. That was much later on. Um, oh, they used all that, all that, all the Crowley money to buy the land that the trailer park was on. Thus, the name Snobnose. There you go. Boom! There it is. Bang! Now we know. Snobnose and his new car. Oh yeah, snob-nose, I was such a snob in school. I was such a snob in school. Yeah, you were. You were arrogant. I were. I was. You were. You yeah. were. I can remember. Were. I can remember going to your house. I was such a A-lister. And you laying up in the room, screaming at your poor invalid grandmother, Mater. Bring me some food to my room. <laughs> Sounds like a character. And having her, having her wait for God you. God damn it, Mayor! Having her wait for you outside the shower to, to, to towel, you you off. In, towel you off and put you in your robe and slippers. 
You rich little bastard. I don't remember any of that. That was a 900-year-old woman you were ordering around. (laughs) Towel off his jimmies and everything. What was that about? Later, my genitals are dripping. (laughs) I don't remember any of that. And then she says, but you haven't been in the shower for an hour. Why are they dripping? And and then a lot of questions were answered. (laughs) Yep. I don't know where y'all been, but y'all... I must have been in a parallel universe. So anyway, back to school. That's not what I remembered. I mean, because I remember, I mean, I didn't like going to school, but when I was there, I made the best of the situation that I was in to try to enjoy it. Yeah, I I do have to admit, I do have to admit, I mean, I I am exaggerating. I mean, I, I didn't have a horrible time in school, but, you know, I mean, I was a typical teenager and, you know, you're going through all the turmoil that teenagers went through and... And Welcome then, to Evening Coffee with Steve Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and then on top of that, you know, your dad I mean, burned your house down for the insurance money? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 that never happened. Rather atypical, actually. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I was just, I was a regular teenager, you know, and I mean. You I mean, you always seemed like you were having a good time. You were bartender you were, to your prom? <laughs> Say no, that again? You did what? I mean, I did you, have. You took a 29-year-old bartender to your prom? You did? Yeah. Show you didn't? Off. Well, no. I guess no. if you want to talk about high point at school. I didn't go. I didn't <laughs> that, go to prom. That would be it. I was anti-prom. I did not go to either one. That's because you didn't get invited. <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> That's true. I did really get invited. Really easy to be anti-something you're not invited what I to. wanted to touch on. You know, like I was saying, I mean, I didn't have a horrible time in school. But, you know, I mean, I was a typical teenager and I was going through all that, you know, puberty, adolescent, growing up and stuff like that. But then on top of that, you know, I, mean, I can admit today... Installed out somewhere. I no, I, 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 I can admit today. You know, when I got to high, by the time I got to high school, I was really wrapped up and interested in in people liking me and and trying oh, to be yeah. yes, trying to be popular. Your other friends. I wanted to be popular. I wanted to be with the cool kids who I thought were the cool kids. So I tried to hang out with a lot of the cool kids. But unfortunately, a lot of those cool kids didn't Here we <laughs> reciprocate. Have, Here they, have they friended you I'm on just Facebook? Saying, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not going to start they talk any to kind of Facebook? misanthropic rantings about it. I mean, you know, that happened, so I've made my peace with you it You don't now. hold a grudge. Recently, I have made my peace. You're not bitter at all. I'm not going to be bitter anymore about it. <laughs> He's choosing to live his life. I feel like we've grown today. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. I mean, and You're I can, right. you know, and I can think back, and I remember the way I, the way I was in high school. You know, so I can, we, I can self reflect. Yeah, I can remember the way you were in high school. Pretty too. honestly, I can honestly self reflect, and I was pretty freaking obnoxious. Right, you, I did you, a lot of stupid things. You, I acted really, well, I still do act really crazy and silly. But back then, it didn't seem to work as well as it does today. Yeah, it seems amazing. to be pretty successful today. Yeah, because you are the star then, of the show. It does make you a diva. Back then, it doesn't. It didn't seem to work as well. I mean, were you Were you a good student? No, I, I didn't. I didn't geez, try at all. What? I wasn't interested in being a good student, which is really sad because now, the way I am now, God, if I'd gone back and I had the mentality then that I have now. I'd easily made straight A's. I mean, and where did you when you graduated? Where did you like finish? An awesome freaking school. Where did you finish when you graduated? I don't know. It was probably pretty low. Probably Kellytown Stadium with the rest of us. <laughs> I mean, there were several. There were several classes. I think my teachers just senior year. What was your what was your class me. rank? God, do you I actually remember yours? What yes. my class rank was? Yeah, we talked about it before. It was I terrible. Did. Yeah. I yeah, didn't was care. Two seventy nine out of three thirteen. Wow. Shabow bow. <laughs> no, I didn't even oh, care. I was 118. See, show off. Out of 
out of I don't 119. Know the rest of them. 119. I, I, I didn't was, care I about the too, rest of them. I was two away from. Sorry, Ben. I'm glad you touched it. I was I was two away from being out of the top quarter. <laughs> two away from the top quarter. Cliff, okay, two away. Man. I have no idea. Cliff, you were a good student, though. No. Really? My, no, my none senior of us year, really I had were. three. I had three study halls. In my <laughs> senior year, because I'd already taken up all the. I'd already well, taken all the credits I needed. Student. That means you were. So a good I worked student. in the office for three per- half the day. I was unpaid child labor. <laughs> <laughs> I answered phones and did announcements. And I think how many? How many was in our class? Y'all remember? Three hundred and sixty something. I don't. Remember. I was like two. I, I was like two seventy out of three sixty. I, I didn't care was, how many were in my class. So, so we had so a lot basically, of, I think we had a lot of dummies though. I basically, <laughs> but I, did, I didn't. I didn't try. I didn't. I didn't do homework. Oh, I did not I either. Study. I didn't try either. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was too busy trying to. My nerd wife over here, like, she can't get over that. In fact, you know, I, I may have told this story before during algebra. I would never do my homework, and yeah, the teacher did. would come around and say, where's your homework? And I said, let's just make a deal. Let's just assume I'm not going to have my homework. And if I do, we'll just call it a happy surprise. All right. Repeated story. Yeah. What, what, this my, has been repeated stories wife, with TJ Lessier. My with wife TJ Lessier. Twenty six out of six hundred. Up next, TJ rides oh, a roller coaster out of in Massachusetts. Oh, wait a minute. Say, a minute. It. Say it. Say it. Say it. She was twenty six out of six hundred. Twenty six. Twenty six out of six hundred. Really? Damn. Wow. I had no in- like I said. I had no interest in academics. I was too I busy. Either. I was too busy trying to impress the. I just wanted to get out. Cool kids. I just yeah. wanted to graduate. Trying That's to get I out. I was too busy And did you trying. have anything that you thought that you wanted to do when you graduated? No. Not nothing. A thing. I wanted to be an airline pilot. Did you really? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a fireman. <laughs> or a policeman. I wanted to own a brothel. <laughs> I like that. These are actually... Steve. That's, that a, that's a reachable goal. We're, we're talking... When I was like 10 years old, that was my dream was to are you serious? own a brothel. Yes. Women working for you. Steve, Have you been to therapy yet? Steve, what did you want to be? Have you written I'd, a book? <laughs> back then, like I said, I didn't have any goals. I, I had no idea. So I you, was just took, just, you, you just took what came along? I just took what came along. I was too busy trying to get invited to parties and trying to, you know, God, get invited. I had invited. no idea you really just wanted to be. No, seriously, that was me that. in high school. Socially accepted. Um, I was too busy trying to get I mean, I invited now. out to the, get to get invited out to the yard on the weekends with the cool kids. Now, how long? Hang on a second. Before, because I met, I met Steve through you. Ben. Uh, no, I don't think so. I met you through Neil. Yes. Yeah. Met you through Neil. Right. And you I met, met you met me through Steve. Through Steve, and I met you through Ben. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, so and and how long did you Cliff. and Steve hang out in I, high school? Me and Steve met the first day of junior high. We very met first, first day, day of seventh grade. Yeah, first day of seventh grade. And I knew you for two years throughout high school, mm-hmm. and I could see right away that he was Ducky from um, Pretty I, and Pink. I was Ducky. I was Farmer Ted from 16 yeah, Candles. Yeah, he was Farmer Ted from 16 Candles. He was Ducky from Pretty and Pink. Yep. That's that's who he was throughout yeah. high school. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I didn't really. Like essentially. It wasn't until I got to college that when I got to college, then you realized you were nobody. I guess looking back, everything, no, everything changed. I guess I, I guess looking studying. looking back, I can see that now. Right, but at the time, I didn't really. Uh, at the time, I was just Steve. Yeah, Dude. it was just Steve. Exactly. I'd right. known him. I'd known him for you know several years already. So it was just he acted the same to me. I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, worst. All right, before we move on, worst thing you did at school to get in trouble. 
Cliff. <laughs> Let's just say there was another person with my name, except for my middle initial, okay. at my school. And I got called down to the office for 20 demerits. I remember Which that. is a uh, suspension or expulsion or something. And they said, uh, what's your... Uh, What's your middle name? <laughs> I told them, and they said, oh, never mind. You can go. Yeah, that guy used there to was get a called like mm-hmm. every day to the office. Yeah, wow. Honest. This guy really like had a behavior problem. <laughs> ben, uh, well, I, I've told this before. I, I'll make it a short version. Was When I went to the principal's office after I got called in for throwing rocks and berries and one of them hit a teacher, mm-hmm. and I walked in, and the principal looked at me, and he said, I, and you know, my Jack Dixon was sitting there, and James Rockholt was sitting there after ratting all of us out. <laughs> Jack didn't. James did. Jack was just the first one they called down there, and he was just sitting there looking at me, shaking his head like, I can't believe this m- next to us did this. <laughs> and the principal looked at me, and he said, uh, Ben, I'm going to ask you one question. Were you out there throwing rocks and stuff with these fellas? And I looked at him, and I said, no, sir, I was not. <laughs> and he said, you know what? You've got an honest face. I'm going to believe you. You can go. And he sent me out, and I went back to class. And I was lying. Just as- Now, that's the worst thing you did. Now, that's the worst thing you did. Mm, yeah. Really? Pretty much, I I I, I, was, I kept it myself. All right, Steve, because I, I apparently have everyone beat, Steve. Um, wait, wait, wait. You mean at school? At at school or about school? Uh, Something I mean, that may. Uh, I, used, I, I used to carry a knife to school all the time. Uh, nobody cared. Back then, nobody cared. Yeah, nobody cared back I sat then. Sat in class and car. I, I I may or may not have been with some fellows who took the. You remember the driver's ed cars? Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember the triangles they had on the top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may or may not have been with some guys who took one off the top of a driver's ed car after school hours and hung it from the flagpole out front. <laughs> now, that's what I'm talking about. I may or may not have been with them. I don't cannot, really recall. He cannot so. confirm nor deny. Right. I, I neither. Or neither. <clears throat> Steve? Um, at school, the worst thing that I probably some. I ran down the hall. No, during no during our during our senior year, me and a couple of other guys started Whoa. started regularly cutting. Oh, oh, no, no, okay. excuse me. Me what? and a couple of other guys at lunch would would leave campus go to and, go to Ruth, and go to Ruth's drive. Go to Williams oh, yeah. brothel. <laughs> we got on the Williams Buddy brothel. Taylor Society. <laughs> Still there. No, Shout we, out. <laughs> no, we go to no, Ruth's drive-in. Oh, well, right. I used to do that in, yeah. in Hort 1 and 2. The second hour, we'd always send somebody down to Ruth to pick all her food up. Yeah. You know, the, the teacher would let us go. I mean, I remember going down to Ruth. That's not bad. Time. Come up with something else. You didn't do anything else to get in trouble. I mean, like bad, like bad, like bad, like the fruits of the devil. What about the, nah, when you used to catch nah. people in the bathroom and beat them up? Because <laughs> we know well, how to bully well, you were. That was, that was me, Ben. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Wrong person. Anyway, William Ducky w- was never a bully. <laughs> Neither was Stevie. Um, outside of school, probably the worst I did, of course, was some underage drinking. No, I'm talking, but associated <laughs> to, with the school. Associated with school. Oh, I thought you right, said let just any time during school. Well, wait, we didn't ask William what's the worst thing That's he did at school William. to get in trouble. Um, I put Nick Stevenson through a door. I know Nick. I remember that guy. Why, yeah. why did you do that? Because uh, he made me hit this girl. He bumped my arm into her, and we had to say the Pledge of Allegiance whenever at the beginning of ROTC, and at the end of the Pledge of Allegiance, I just reared back as hard as I could, and I put him through a door. And you got <laughs> do you, and you did get in trouble, though. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can not. see, I, I, I did get into a fight one time, but I didn't get in any trouble because there was no teachers around. So we had See, I never got into a fight at school. Well, th- this was, yeah. anyway. Now, the worst thing that I ever did, and I imagine that we are beyond the statute of limitations, 
You got that teacher hooked on heroin that time? No. Um, roller coaster. Remembers that. The main roller coaster. <laughs> oh God, not again! I was on a roller coaster. Wait, no, I was on the roller coaster story. <laughs> this has been no, repeated stories with TJ Lister. The um, we turned the school into an amusement park. The main bu- the main building, the main where the office was. Uh huh. Um, Set it on fire. Close. Wow. <laughs> were you playing fireman again, like you were on the boat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fireman on the boat. Your neighbor's boat across the street. We pulled the rain. No, 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 no. No, there was it was a it was a summer, and I I can't remember the circumstances, but I remember all the classrooms were blazing hot. I mean, the air conditioning just sucked. Of course, it's hard to keep up with ninety nine weather when you just get back into school. But the office was always cool, and we always used to complain to the teacher, "It's too hot in here. We can't concentrate." Blah 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 blah. And they said, "Well, we've told the the principal and." You know, they're working on it. So in order for them to speed up the working on it, oh. we uh, the the fans, the the units for the air conditioning were on top of the the office. So we went up there and dropped two by fours into the fan compartment. <laughs> Holy Christ. So when the fans would start up, they burnt out and they no longer had air conditioning. And you got That's, caught. Never got caught. Well, then you didn't get in trouble. That's a, but that, now I'm talking about the worst thing we did. I didn't say get in trouble. Yes, you, uh, did I say get in trouble? I thought it was the worst no, thing you did to get in trouble you, at school. I, I was just saying the worst thing you did. No, I think oh. it's just the worst thing you did. Yeah, the worst thing you did. Oh. Now you changed the rules. Because yeah. we used to cut lunch all the time, and we never got caught. Yeah. I never really got in, in trouble at Well, yeah, I don't know what's worse, getting schools. in a fight or t- lying to the principal, because I, I, I did both. But I got in trouble. Well, I didn't really get in trouble for either, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, but, are, I mean, are we talking about things that were bad because of our age, or just bad, things that are just bad, bad just bad? Oh, okay. Man, they could be for. I mean, what, what, now we're, when the, the ROTC thing happened, what you were twenty six, twenty seven. He's hanging around the high school. Yeah. And asked you to leave yet. We had, we had just left the power plant. Still waiting yeah. on my damn diploma. We're cruising the high school for workers at the brothel. Oh, no. Find some here. A lot of cuties. Hey, want to make some money? Hey, what are you doing? How old are you? What do they say, Ben? The just, nicest thing about high school girls? That's it. Even they, though I get older, they, they stay the same age. Same age. Same age. Right. That's right. Uh, just that's, say you're 18. That's, that's all you got to do. That's a great get a story. job with Williams Brothel. That's a great story. Well, let's, let's what about brush with great? Greatness. We, right. talked about, uh, we talked about getting in trouble. Sugway. Yeah, let's, can oh, we we're suging now? What? We're suging now. Let's <laughs> That's going to be the new thing. Sugi. All right. Well, we decided it's that we, only funny when he does it. Yeah, yeah do it. Sugway, sugway. See, there it's it funny is. there. That's good. So you don't do it anymore. I'm not, yeah, no, it's, that's going to be that's going to be your job, and we're going to steal that and use it as a drop from now on. But we decided. I don't know why it came up. The, I don't know why it came up either. We were neither. Br- brush with greatness, so to speak. So to speak. I mean, any, I, I did have a brush with greatness. Okay. Have you met a celebrity? Right. Have we any of us met a celebrity and had a brush? But mine was greatness. With yeah. greatness. Well, I mean, we'll call a brush. I mean, yeah. Let's let's go. Oh, we've got we've got a guest that has one. But let's go with Ben. Do you want to go first? I can. Okay, go ahead. I when I was in the third grade, I guess went to the state house and actually got to shake Ronald Reagan's hand. Now was he? What year was, he was that? It was nineteen eighty. He was running for president. Running for president right before the election. Yeah. Was he nice to you? I'm sure he didn't even give a sh- crap about me. I mean, he, just, I mean, he seemed very nice. He, should, he was shaking he hands as he, as, he, as he was walking down the, uh, walking out of the 
But that is good. I the, mean, that's I guess cool. The, the, the entrance that faces Crowley's uh, apartment building, what is that, the west side, I guess? I, I don't know. know. Uh, no, side? actually, that would be the east the side. The east side, my bad. Oh, uh, he was he was walking out that way going, I guess his car must, car must have been parked over on that street, and he was leaving that way. Now, that's he cool. Young man. Yeah. I will call yeah, that. I was, I was, yeah. But well, if he was, if it, what year did you say it was? <clears throat> it was seventy nine, eighty. It was he was running for it was the eighty campaign. So you're eight or nine. I was in third grade. So okay, yeah, eight or nine. There you go, Steve. Um, two one. I've had two brushes. I've, I've met. Well, two let's do one because I'm gonna. We're gonna go around. Okay, we'll go around. Yeah, First, my other ones are gonna be my father-in-law uh, okay. and my wife. So because yeah. I don't have any others. Um, I met um, met Jerry Springer. Actually, I've been to the Jerry Springer show in the audience, yeah, not Jerry as a guest. I was in the audience. Jerry Beat? No. <laughs> um, you didn't get on the pole? <laughs> no, no. Actually, this was... Have this you was ever been when, on a pole? No. Oh. This was before they you started... You smoked a pole? This was before they started fighting. Hmm, smoked pole. <laughs> this is before they started fighting. Polling. All right, what was, the, what was the topic of the Springer um, show? He didn't know. Yeah, I did. Hey, um, she had... He had two women. Um, the first, the first guest was a woman who um, was pregnant, and she would not stop partying and doing drugs because she was afraid her friends would make fun of her. My name is Alicia, and I'm twelve, and I don't give a. F- <laughs> Something similar to that. I think she, I've seen that clip before. I, I think, think that was, I saw it the other day. I, was, yeah, I think it was on yesterday. And then, and then the I saw it on the internet or something. And then the second guest was a um, woman who came on the show because she was concerned about her kids because her ex-husband was dating a prostitute. Ooh. And her ex-husband had custody of the kids, but the prostitute was working out of their house with the kids there (laughs) and that woman was a that woman was a handful she got up she she got on the jerry springer show really they were the audience was screaming at her out and she was up there standing up swinging her neck and you don't know me you don't know me you don't pay my bills you know doing that whole thing and oh it was funny i'm all for women's right to work I support single moms, but at the end of the show, at a time. But at the end of the show, Jerry Springer stands at the door and he greets or sees everybody out, so you can stop and talk to him and shake his hand. It's kind of cool. So I didn't didn't realize he did that. TJ, or do you want to go to Cliff and then do yours last? Well, I'll go ahead. Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! (laughs) Because unfortunately, I have a laundry list. Oh, 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 oh see. Well, so, well, so man, we all do really? one at a time, and you get oh. to do laundry. Well, no, I'm just saying. I just, I've got. Oh, we just turn this into the te- only funny to TJ podcast. Well, then we can. Well, it would be short. Absolutely Welcome dry. To and short. No, people it would be that long. TJ has met. Well, I, get, I mean, I could talk. I mean, I could hit the high points. I met Chuck Norris. That's, well, David, you survived. And I survived because I didn't insult him. But it was a uh, he was campaigning for um, Mike Huckabee. Mike Huckabee. David was over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. David I, and Brian. Yeah. yeah, I remember bumping into them, and they came in, and uh, Ric Flair was there at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> and, and he's here apparently. And they were and, and very nice, very. I mean, you know, everyone got to shake their hand and speak to them, and just the the nicest people um, that you'd ever want to encounter. So they were super nice. Cliff, okay. I have a cousin's wife who met Obama. Really? A cousin's wife. She was met teach, she was South Carolina teacher of the year last year. Oh, okay. So you've never actually met one yourself, then? No. You've met no Tim Wilson, comedian. Right. Two degrees of separation. Fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. Tim Wilson, the before great he, comedian who had just passed away before he, before he had gray hair, before he wore the cowboy hat. Super funny guy, yep. super great comedian. You met him. See, that's a brush with greatness. Yeah, sort of. 
William. What about Brother Dave Gardner? Brother Dave. Brother Ooh, Dave. Don't, uh, don't remember. You drove him down at the beach. I don't think I ever met him. I knew the mic, but I don't remember. I don't know you who that is. Him or I you must have. lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I'm looking at a picture of Tim Wilson, and I have Tim no, Wilson, no I clue who that is. Are you serious? Let me see. Greg Tidwell's mama's going to play football. Yeah, that's him. First Baptist no, Bar and Grill. I don't listen to a lot of comedians. No, guess, yeah. No, uh, obviously from Columbus, great. Georgia. Glenda's a really good oh. joke about you know his wife was Jewish. She you know, couldn't get her to believe in Jesus Christ, so he definitely couldn't make her believe in Jesus Christ the Western. <laughs> Talking about Mormons. <laughs> okay. It's Tim Wilson. You can find it all over the place. He's a great comedian. All right. Uncle BS. Glenda's <coughs> father. <laughs> Glenda's mother and father do a lot of uh, traveling in the summer. You know. Well, all the time now they're both retired, but uh, he, they met Ronnie Millsap somewhere one time. And if you've ever met Glenda's daddy, this wouldn't surprise you. He walks up to Ronnie Millsap, is shaking his hand, and he says, "Yeah, I just, I really just come over here to get this autograph for my wife. She's standing over there. She's waving at you. Do you see her? You see her over there?" Oh, oh, oh God! Right, right. There did he go. find it funny? Yeah, he did actually. He did. Oh my God, <laughs> that is awful. Seacrest moment. Like, she, she's right over there waving at you. That is a Seacrest moment. Oh, so, but yeah, he apparently Ronnie Millsap thought it was funny. So, oh, that's good. Steve, anyone else? Um, yeah. Um, during college, uh, one summer during college, I went up to a place called Unto These Hills, which is in Cherokee, North Carolina. It's um, it's where people oh. reenact the Cherokee Trail of Tears, mm-hmm. the whole Indian drama for tourists. Well, a lot of people from the drama departments and different colleges go up there, and we went up there to visit a couple of friends of ours. Well, one of the guys who was up there, while he was still in college before he became famous, was the guy who played Lex Luthor from Smallville. There's a guy named Michael Rosenbaum, and he was one of the guys working up at Unto These Hills during the summer, the Indian Trail of Tears. <laughs> Obviously, this is not interesting. I find it fascinating. Never mind, Never mind then. No, we, forget it. No, it, it is good, but no, actually, I, I, I'm I, lying. I didn't meet anybody. <laughs> I met Ducky and we, Barbara we, Ted. We inadvertently... We high school. We got William talking, then we inadvertently cut him off and moved on. <laughs> oh, sorry. Who have you met, William? Um, let's see. Getting off of the plane in Dahran, Saudi Arabia, um, there was this old man shaking our hand, wearing blue jeans and a denim shirt. We got inside the tent. Somebody finally told us that we had just met Dan Rather. Oh, that's cool. We got um, interviewed by him on the port. And the second one, should I tell Dragon Con story where I ended up at the street corner with sure. Edward James Almost and the three of the two other guys from Battlestar Galactica and um anyway I get to call Edward James Almost Eddie now. I think it's because I kept calling him Mr. Almost too many times. <laughs> and he finally looked at me and said, Call me Eddie. <laughs> That's pretty nice. You can call me out. And I, I've got a personalized picture what? of me and my son Jacob with Edward James Almost. And he, he is a really nice guy and remembers everything. And I, I'll wait till my next turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't even know which one to go with next. Again, I'm just 
Through, just, just through the radio just, career, it, I've been able I, to meet a lot of people. You, you, no, you're not going to get to do one of them. I, I sat okay, in four or five shows with John Boy and Billy. How about that? Now, that's good. John Boy and Billy, huge stars. Met Pinkerton Bowden there. Actually. They're fantastic. Oh, but other than that, I, that's about it. But you still don't get to go again. Wait, okay. Got another one? Um, yeah. Um, several years ago during the or several years ago during the presidential campaign, Pat Buchanan came to the Florence Airport and he met with a representative from South Carolina textile mill, such industries, South Carolina tobacco and South Carolina something else. But while everybody else was all interested in Pat Buchanan, I saw Al Franken in the press corps, and I spent about twenty minutes talking to Al Franken. All right, that's cool. I don't. Nobody agree else with a recognized lot of who he was. <laughs> I still think he's funny as oh, yeah. as anything. Yeah. Ben, uh, Glenda met Dolly Parton. Now that's cool. Not many people could get to meet Dolly. I Parton. think it was back when Dollywood was opening, and they went up there. And went, this when she was a kid. So. Steve, anybody? No. Nobody else? I haven't met anyone. All right. Well, let's right. just go ahead and let TJ do his Run through the laundry list. The laundry list. Yeah. La- well, I'll, I'll tell you about the, the neatest people that I that I, that I got to meet. Um, one of the oddest moments was went to, to a Ricky Martin concert. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I went to New Kids on the Block one time, so I'm not going to say a whole lot. I was front row at the Ricky Martin concert. Did you get uh, panties thrown at you? Um by Ricky himself, but I do remember. I remember looking to the right of me, and there's nothing but women. Looking to the left of me, nothing but women. Looking thirty rows behind me, <laughs> nothing but women. You were the only gay man in the crowd. And mm-hmm. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> and there was a single solitary, flaming gay guy comes running up. Tommy, isn't this the best concert ever? Let's dance. I was like, I've got to get. The I guess hell he just assumed you were gay too. You would think, but I did get to meet Ricky Martin after the show. There was a meet and greet. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. That's but cool. You did. Very. Oh. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Only scrolling coming. No, I just I just remembered something. Uh, you were talking about front row concerts. So um, I've I've only been front row at one. I mean, I've been to concerts, but I've only, there's only been one concert I've ever been front row at. And that was Alanis Morissette. That's cool. Yeah, down in Charleston, I went with um, Joshua, Adrian, and Ashley Hall back in 1995. This is right after Jagged Little Pill came out. Oh, yeah. And we went down and saw her playing in an auditorium in North Charleston. Of course, this is before she blew up and got major famous, so she was still playing small venues. For like 15 minutes. So we were front row, so she was basically about six feet away from us. Wow. That's cool. And but we didn't meet her personally, but she was about six feet away from us for about three hours. Was, so. Wasn't it was you that, that offered me one time some Chris Isaac uh tickets. Yes. And I had to work, so I couldn't take them. Probably could have gotten the day off, but I didn't really try. I was like, Well, nah, you know, it's not gonna be you gave him you gave him the Rudick. Yes. And he said it turned into like a really intimate thing because only like 20 or 30 people showed up. And he right. just called them all down to the front and yeah. sat there and played for them acoustically the whole time. Exactly. And that would have been so freaking awesome. Because well, of course. Could, he's good. I'm a, do- a day late and a dollar short all the time. So. Well, one of the coolest people that I got to meet was, um, well, and there's been a, 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 just a bunch of people that were really, really nice. Some people were just kind of whatever. They just shake your hand and kind of move right, back to business. Right, right. Um, but one of the nicest was Edwin McCain. I don't know a lot of people have gotten to meet Edwin McCain. Yeah, I got a story about that. Um, but but 
the moment that we I got to hang out with him was I was working at um, radio station in Florence, and we had brought him in to do a benefit for the Florence Area Humane Society, and it was at Redbone Alley, and had dinner with him prior to the show, and as we got done eating. Somebody came over and presented his check. It was him and the saxophone player. It was like $5,000. And they said, all right, well, you know, here, here's your fee. And he's like, what fee? So, well, this is what it costs to get you to come here to play the concert. And he's like, this is the benefit concert, right? And they're like, well, yeah, well, you know, everything else we make off of ticket sales after we pay you, we're going we're gonna to give to the charity. He's like, this is a benefit concert. Take this check and give it to the benefit. Well, that was nice. So he donated, you know, his five, he flew in, paid his own gas money to fly in to his time and the five grand to to give to the Humane Society. And it, I mean, just, it's just super nice. And one of, some of the, one of the greatest stories he told is because, um, you know, Al B came out right about the same time, or uh, Solitude, rather, and Al B was right around when Hootie and the Bluefish were, were really blowing up. Are you yeah. referring to Al B. Shore? So anyway, I was the same place, Steve. I was like, I'll be sure. So he said he was he was in a cab in New York, yeah. And Solitude came on, and he just kind of bowed up, like, "Man, they're playing my song on a New York radio station. This is the bomb." He said the taxi driver went, "I just love that Hootie and the Blowfish." <laughs> oh my god! And then he said they, well, he was doing a tour with Hootie and the Blowfish. He was the opening act, mm-hmm. and he had a couple of days off in between you know some gigs and you thought you know what let's book a little bar in between it's one of my favorite places we'll go there hang out practice a couple of tunes make a little extra money and then go back and hit the road so uh so he'd been you know opening up for hootie thousands and thousands of people at every concert on top of the world he's got this one standalone show shows up goes to play like 50 people (laughs) and he goes it was at that moment I knew where my bread was buttered, and I never went out on my own again. I hung out with Hootie and Blowfish until they stopped touring. You know, uh, you know when Adam used to live up in Greenville mm-hmm. several, many, many years ago, um, he got a phone call one night from a friend of his who was a bartender at a bar called The Fiddler. Mm-hmm. And he said, look, dude, he said, my girlfriend's here with me. She's really, really drunk. She's about to get arrested. Would you please come down here and pick her up and, and take her just take her back to your house, let her sleep it off, then bring her back and get her car. I'm saying, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll do it for you. So Adam goes and picks her up, takes her back to his apartment. She fell asleep. Adam said they woke up the next morning. He took her back down to get her car. She got in her car and left. Well, his buddy was outside in the parking lot in his car asleep. So Adam walks into the bar, and he's in there talking to the bar owner, who was a woman, and she was at a pool table playing with playing pool with this guy. Well, about this time, Adam's friend must have woke up and came in. This is like 8 o'clock the next morning. They were still in there. And uh, she asked them, y'all want to play, you know, pool with us? We can play doubles. And I was like, sure. So they ended up shooting a couple of rounds or whatever with them. Well, the guy she was playing pool with was Edwin McCain. <laughs> He'd been in there hanging out, and he was in there shooting pool. And, and I said, well, did you win or you lose? Adam said, oh, no, we lost. <laughs> I bet he can play. But Adam said he was, he was, he was pretty nice. Oh, super you know? nice guy. I'll tell you, one of the other nicest people that I ever met, and don't judge. I will. We judge. will. Okay. I had a, had a, had a um, stepson at the time that was a huge fan blame, blame it on him of Aaron Carter no idea God that is. I know exactly so yeah, we went to the house I, of blues I've heard of him went to the house of blues and this was this was way back and there was a bunch of teeny bands there was the A-teens who were doing covers who, of Ab- they were doing covers Abba. of ABBA yeah. ABBA uh, mm. ABBA ABBA he's trying to be sophisticated 
Abba. Failing Abba. Hey, after I make you your potatoes, I'll tell you all I'm about sure Abba. You will. Um, Don't forget the tomatoes. And the tomatoes. And there was um, Aaron Carter's sister who was a, there. Have you ever read a banana? A banana. <laughs> yes, I have. But anyway, uh, we went to the sound check prior to for Aaron Carter. Yeah. And this is when he was actually, you know, big. I mean, it, it was his, like, was 20 it, minutes. I, that was about Four minutes. Yeah. I never yeah. heard of him. It was, it was 20 it was less, minutes. It was less than 20. So uh, so we went in, and there was a bunch of girls that had gotten in to go to the, the sound check party. The groupies. The, they were they were too young to be groupies, but they were future groupies. They are never too young to be groupies. And, uh, and, but I will tell you that he, when he got done with the sound check, he came down and met Tyler, hung out with him for a little bit, and then went and signed a couple of other, other autographs and whatever, and then immediately came back to Tyler and hung out with him for like 15 minutes just – Carrying him around, taking him up on just, I mean, just, just palling around yeah, with. Um, that sounds like Aaron unusual. Carter. Aaron Carter's older brother is Nick Carter. Right. right to the Backstreet yeah. Boys. Right. But just, I mean, but just very, very, very nice. Mark Wills is another one that I got to meet. Uh, country singer Mark Wills. Mm-hmm. Uh, we backstage and looking into his dressing room. His door was open and he had people coming in and out. And his tour manager came out and said, do you want to meet Mark Wills? And I was like, well, if, you know, if he's got time, it'd be, you know, I want to bother him. Went in there, hung out with him for 30 minutes. Nicest guy ever. And he goes, he's like, I, I didn't want to come out and ask if you wanted to meet me because that makes me sound kind of like a dick. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Back up. Had all these other people in there he was meeting, but he singled they you were, out. But there were, but there were. I mean, people just running in and out, and I was standing like. But why were you? What? what I don't. Because we were backstage. At the backstage at the opera, you got the main green room that's in the middle, and then all the dressing rooms. Well, then what was special about you? Because I probably was gawking a little too long. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of. Oh well, if you're, talking, if you're talking about like you know minor celebrities, country stars, then. I met, um, what's that guy's name, Doug Stone. See, now that's Somebody. a big deal. Yeah. Who was that? At the county fair one year. Yeah. I, I, went, know, I, with, I went to the county fair with coworkers to see him, and I mean, I, I didn't even know who he was when I met him. better off than a pine box on the slow train back to Georgia. Oh, is that one of there his There he is. That does nothing for me. You're about to get replaced. I met him. He wanted to give me an autograph um, CD, and I turned it down. <laughs> Oh, wow. I said, I are said, you no, serious? I told him, I said, no offense, but I don't know who you are. Your music sucks. <laughs> and I don't. Not. I did. I, I was nice about it because he was like asking me, he's like, hey, how you doing? You know, I was going to stand there in line. And, and I was like, yeah, these, I was with the two female coworkers who wanted to meet him. <laughs> And so no we're standing fish, there. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. And he was like, yeah, well, you. what's your name? And I was like, Steve. And he's like, oh, you want to? Oh, here, I'll, I'll give it. And I was like, uh, no offense. I, I don't know who you are. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he looked at me and kind of chuckled. And he said, well, you still want a CD? And I'm like, I don't listen to country. <laughs> what an ass. You can sell it for $5. Come on. I, he wonders Put it on why, eBay. And he wonders why no one ever wanted to hang out with him in high school. Really? Or any other time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, one of my I'm greatest... I'm sorry. I mean, I just didn't know who the guy was. I mean, I didn't even know he was a country star. Then you uh, just go, so they told sure, me. thanks. Thank you. And then you give it to somebody. Take the CD, give it away, whatever. Don't be such... You're yeah. such a... Oh. Steve, I met Lou Reed once, and he asked me if I wanted a CD. <laughs> and I said, screw yourself. I have no idea who you are. <laughs> I don't like your music. And, no. Oh, dude, I've been sitting there bowing. <laughs> 
That's why, why I tell that story. That's why, That's why I tell that story, Steve. Snobby people. Right there. Snob nose. I tell my wife's brush for greatness. Sure. All right. Okay, she wants to tell it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's right. Hello. Oh, oh, hello. Hey, how you doing? Hi there. My, my, my wife is making Ben smile. Right <laughs> hey, Ben. Wow. I'd be better off in a box. Well, really, it's my sister because um, when she moved here, she moved to Charlotte and she moved into an apartment. <laughs> And it was right directly abro- above Lex Luger. And so we were carrying couches and heavy furniture in, and he was busy sunbathing and getting a tan for his performances. <laughs> we really thought he could have gotten up and You helped. would think he's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. it, it would have been greatly appreciated as we were struggling with some of the heavier pieces, but he was intent on tanning. You know, that's funny because uh, Steve is much like that when trying to move. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He'll carry a napkin or perhaps a tablecloth, but yeah. that's about it. <laughs> who, who a couch the, pillow if you're lucky. Who was the celebrity again? Lex Luger. The Lex wrestler. Luger, the wrestler. Uh, but, okay. you know, later on, Steve um, he like had a little boy that was about the same age as my niece. And so they, you know, went to birthday parties together and oh. that kind of thing. So we'd see him at, you know, family gatherings. You know, so you had a much longer experience with yes. Fresh with Greatness. Yes, it was, it was pretty cool. Students <laughs> that I taught really thought that was impressive when I'd go back. And if they were misbehaving, I'd bring up that I knew Lex Luger. So <laughs> they <laughs> behaved. Can... <laughs> it was just wonderful. Y'all um, better watch it. Well, and last um, fall, I saw Rod Stewart in concert, and he did make eye contact with me. With you? With me. We were in the sixth row, so he made eye contact, (laughs) mostly just to signal me that, no, he was kicking the soccer ball to somebody else, not me, but (laughs) I I didn't mind. He he locked eyes with me. It was worth it. (laughs) That's awesome. And that's Uh, about it. (laughs) Yeah, um, Joshua Adrian claims... Claims that Alanis Morissette and he made eye contact, and she smiled at him. Well, well I could see that. I mean, Josh is a, probably Josh is a, so. We were front row, right? I mean, back when why we were that in, guy I keep looking was, up my dress. Why does that guy keep looking up my dress? It was probably, <laughs> it was probably just gas. Yeah, probably. <laughs> back when we uh, Joshua, when we were in radio, they opened up House of Blues in Myrtle Beach, and they brought us in from the beach stations. So mm-hmm. the Florence stations, of course, came along for opening House of Blues, and there was John Belushi. No, Jim Belushi. Jim, yeah. Uh, I was going to say. Dan, I can't remember the other ones that showed up. It might have been Aykroyd. But yeah, Aykroyd. They, they, I know Aykroyd was there. They pulled up on BMW motorcycles, and every Harley rider in the world was in the parking lot making fun of them because they pulled up on, why don't you buy an American motorcycle? They probably you, oh, and, and, and there were hand gestures going back and forth between <clears throat> both groups and uh, lots of choice sounds like me and the country singer. Yeah. Well, no offense, but I don't know who you are. <laughs> Now, speaking, I know we, we made a reference to Ric Flair earlier. I thought I was going to get beat up by Ric Flair one time. It was when uh, Planet Hollywood opened up at Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. And it was me and, I want to say, Neil and Ashley. I think it was the group of us that were out there. But we had gone to another club. Right. And they were up doing whatever and I was I think I'd run to the restroom and I was coming back and I came face to face like within five feet of Ric Flair and he had this look like I'm going to beat somebody's ass he was looking at you and he looked at me and I was like and I wanted to go hey it's Ric Flair but he had that look on his face like 
I didn't need to say that at all. And then the next thing I know, five bouncers come and surround him. Apparently, he had been causing some problems, and I was like, "Oh, all right, time for me to go." But as I made my my way back and I got upstairs, they're like, "Dude, did you see him?" I was like, "Yeah, I saw Ric Flair. I thought he's going to beat my ass." They're like, "No, Charles Barkley." Apparently, I bumped into Charles Barkley. The, the whoever I was with, Neil and them, were up on the uh, like second floor, little balcony, overlooking, and I was making my way through the dance floor. And bumped into Charles Barkley. All right. So what's up with that? I don't know. Nah, nothing. Did he, did he foul you? Is yeah. that why Ric Flair <clears throat> was mad? Be, yeah, because I was. <laughs> you, you, you bumped, you into, bumped his into his date. Charles Barkley. Yeah. You hit his date. Well, Ric uh, Flair was always more worried about his boas than anything else. That's right. He used to come pick up Lex Luger at the apartments, and he'd always, when they were going out on a night, you know, you would think they would break character and go out and have fun. But Ric Flair would always come with his boas and his limousine and everything. And he'd get out and just fling that boa and just strut up to Lex's apartment. And it would <laughs> always crack us up because it was like, can't you ever be out of character? Now, now one of my, two my most favorite brushes with greatness was with nationally syndicated uh, talk show host Mike Gallagher. Wrote a book surrounded by idiots. When you on Friends or something? We were, actually. We became friends because Don't when I was doing my talk said. show. That's not what I said. Um, Your short-lived talk show. My short-lived. Well, it was three hours. No, it, three it, years. It was, it was three, three hours. hours. It was three hours. I mean, you know. and it lasted a while. Um, a, a guy that I had on the air with me um, for a brief moment of time hated Mike Gallagher and used to call his show and harass him so much to the I, point. I think I can probably guess who that was. Yeah, so much to the point that I actually had to make a call to the to the to the syndicator and say, I apologize that he is calling on our behalf. He's not speaking as a representative of the station. Why did y'all keep him on as long as you did? I don't. I don't <laughs> know. I, I, I wish, you know, there's some things you just don't have an answer for. But in this circumstance, it actually worked out to our benefit because he was doing a book tour surrounded by idiots. And he decided, I'm going to roll through Florence, South Carolina, because not only did we carry his show, this guy had created a little bit of controversy uh-huh. on his show. So he actually came in. My morning show ran from 7 until 9, and he actually sat in on the morning show from 7 until 9. Now, was the other... Uh, uh, the other entity was there. Oh. He was. And, How did that go? Uh, the other entity really didn't want to speak that much because <laughs> the, uh, he, he laid him out. But, they, I mean, they were when they got together, they were, they were very cordial. It was very nice. Um, we actually got to go. I got to, well, I got to go on his bus, which he did the show from, because his show was immediately after mine. Mine went 7 to 9, and he went 9 to noon. Mm-hmm. And um, he let me on his bus and let me do a segment of the show on, on the bus with him. Wow, okay. Uh, and we chatted a little bit and, and hung out and took some pictures, which I have. And he um, signed a copy of the book, which... I hate to say I don't have the book, but I do have the cover uh, of the book, and it says to a great broadcaster signed Mike Gallagher, and he actually still makes appearances on uh, Fox News. I was going to ask what's he what's he up to now? He's um he's doing doing different things, different speaking engagements. I think he does. I think he actually may do a podcast. Okay, which I'll have to look into. But he's um 
but, but a super, super nice guy. But he does do periodic appearances on the Fox Network. Maybe we could get him on ours. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't know. We might be able to. Maybe I'll... Um, <laughs> this is how it'll go. Hey, Mike Gallagher, TJ from uh, WJMX. Do you remember me? Who? Who? Mm, no, I got I got other things to do. Yeah. If I brought up the other guy's name, he probably would Bingo. remember. He remember yeah. exactly. Isn't that the guy? I engineered your show after you left, or either on your days off, and I engineered it with somebody else sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. Those guys would call up later on and flush the toilet over the. Yeah, when uh, when we we had him removed from the show. It, does it matter if we call him out? No. Not really, unless you're defa- unless you defame him somehow. I mean, yeah, if you're speaking facts, I mean. All right, I just, it was his name was. He called himself, and he was, and he did. And the only reason that I brought him on is he was an opposing viewpoint of what I was trying. He was to definitely do. opposing for everything you did. There was no doubt. Didn't matter what it was. Mashed potatoes are yeah. white. He didn't think they were white. Carrots right. are orange. He didn't think they were orange. Yeah. Sky's blue. Nope, it's nope. green. It's something else. But um, actually, but, the sky has no colors to reflect from the sunlight, so and that's why we have orders. William on the show today. Yeah, effect of the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, for heaven's sake! Way, way to kill the point. But anyway, he uh, well, what, and this is what happened. This is why he came off the show. He was in uh, a debate with somebody. I remember. I heard this, and he was losing. He was losing the debate because he had no solid footing. He had no argument. He had no basis for his argument. And I always told him, if you were if you are losing, you know, it's all right to say, all right, well, maybe maybe I need to see it in a different direction. Well, he took it a step further and said, you're just saying that because because I'm black. Yeah, he said, he said I think what he actually said was, you hate me because I'm black. Yeah, you hate me because I'm black. And the dude he was, was like, what? And he's like, that's not even. That didn't have anything has, to do with what they were talking about. Yeah, they could. I mean, seriously, I think they were something as ridiculous as the price of eggs in in Asia. I mean, had nothing to do with ethnicity at all. And he goes, "You hate me because I'm black, and that's why you don't agree with you're, me." You're saying it much calmer than he did. Though. Oh yeah, he, no, he I'm was fired up. He, he was, was incensed. Yeah, and, and I wish like, I could remember what they were debating about. But it was, I, it was. I think it had to do something with the presidential debate, or I, it was. I can't remember what it was. But I was. So I finally had to take a break. I was like, "We're gonna take a quick timeout." We back in just a couple of moments, and I went to commercial break, turned off all the mics, and I looked at him and said, "You're done." I said, "You have just lost all credibility from any argument that you've had before, and any argument that you ever will, because you've now brought it back to race." He played the why, race card. Why mm-hmm. someone doesn't agree with you? It could, yeah, but just, it, it wasn't even a racial discussion. It, it was nothing to do with. Seriously, it. I mean, it literally was as as simple as the sky has no color. Versus, I think it's blue, but yeah. he felt. I mean, because he was losing, and that's what he did. So, uh, so that was his last show with us. From that point on, that he was no longer a part of the show, and he would, on a regular basis, because we did not have a delay mm-hmm. yeah. on the phone system at the time, which was scary. Because if you mm-hmm. answered the phone, you didn't know what was coming. Oh, you you yeah. just answered the phone, and it was happening right then. And uh, and he would call up and I wish I'd have known that then. Oh, uh, <laughs> I had a card up and you said, "All right, welcome to you know, I don't know." It was the morning car- show with TJ. Carrot chat with TJ. <laughs> I just said, "I like farting, farting, <laughs> you know, stuff like that." Just you to, keep your butt, your hand right on the keel button the yeah. whole time. Oh, waiting I could have got, got something in. Oh, no, we yeah, would have gotten in once. We, yeah, but we have that. But and I went, I actually had to go to management and said I need a delay system. 
Yeah. And they, they invested in Don't a, in a, in a seven-second delay. That's and right. uh, and every time I would go to answer that phone, I had to be two-handed. You know, mm-hmm. one button to push the, uh, the the phone, the other button just waiting. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. I want to spank, uh, thank our spank. 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 <laughs> spank. Not again. Maybe if we I did well, that one time already. Well, maybe I break, didn't do it good enough because more. I didn't get a Keurig. Oh, no, you yeah. We'll try that again next time. But anyway, we want to thank William James for coming in again and his beautiful bride for coming in and sharing in her brush with greatness. My wife, Rebecca, for yelling in the background the entire time. God bless you. <laughs> That's love. Nice. That's love. One finger. You're number one. I am number one in her book. And I'm going to take some Percocet and some ibuprofen, and not necessarily in in that order, in just a little bit. Um, Steve will be leaving the Keurig here in the Only Funny to Us studio. Uh, (laughs) If if he knows where it is. If he knows where it is now. (laughs) (laughs) You you had to walk outside, didn't you? Yeah. There, yeah. sure it is. Hey, you got a, you got a, you got a box last time too. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, the, the box is there. Remember, I carry dead batteries in the truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, God, that would be awesome if you got all the way back to Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I would plan. Be Stop talking. I'm sorry, I don't want to be so pissed. Don't want to let anything go. Uh, but don't forget to uh, find us on onlyfunnydust.com. Our new network, it's oftunetwork.com, where you can find our. Other uh, podcast, Al's Toddcast, which is exclusively on there. Our Facebook page, at OFTU Podcast on Twitter. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're, we're all over the world. Just go to OnlyFunnyDice.com. You'll be sure to find us. So as we always do, Steve, are you ready? Let's hit it. <laughs> <laughs> to you my trusted friend we've known each other since we were nine or ten together we've climbed hills and trees learned of love in abc skinned our hearts and skinned our knees goodbye my friend it's hard to die when all the birds are singing in the sky Not that the spring is in the air Pretty girls are everywhere Think of me and I'll be there We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the hills that we climbed Were just seasons out of time Goodbye, Papa, please pray for me was the black sheep of the family You tried to teach me right from wrong Too much wine and too much song Wonder how I got along Goodbye, Papa, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air children everywhere when you see them I'll be there we had joy we had fun we had seasons in the sun but the wine and the song like the seasons all have gone we had seasons in the sun but the wine and the song like the seasons have all gone 
Michelle, my little one. You gave me love and helped me find the sun. And every time that I was down, you would always come around and get my feet back on the ground. Goodbye, Michelle, it's hard to die. When all the birds are singing in the sky Not that the spring is in the air With the flowers everywhere I wish that I could be there We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the stars we could reach Were just starfish on the beach We had joy, we had fun Just starfish on the beach. That joy, we had fun. We had seasons in the sun. But the stars we could reach were just starfish on the beach. Oh, with joy, we had fun. We had seasons in the sun. But the wine and the song, like the seasons, have all gone. Lives, we had fun. We had seasons in the sun. But the hills that we climbed were just seasons. It's not gonna look or I'm gonna bust it out. <laughs> I'll trust you.